Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents Divine Spark Ministries. You are a divine spark from Creator. Within you lies powerful potential for creating a life full of purpose, passion, and prosperity. Join comic pastor, Reverend Jeremy Ryden, in igniting your faith to receive your healing, miracles, and blessings. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Divine Spark Ministries, and I hope you're ready to be ignited, on fire, inspired. We got a phenomenal minister, spiritual teacher, healer, guide. Ingrid Turner is in the house, and I'm so excited to have her. If this is your first time watching Divine Spark Ministry, I'm your cosmic pastor, Jeremy Ryden. We discuss all things metaphysical, spiritual, holistic. We're just really talking to your spirit, your heart, your emotions, your feelings, your faith, we're here to really lift you up in the next hour that something we could say may just give you the answer you've been looking for. Spark an idea that could turn your life around. So you want to tune in and really pay attention to especially tonight because we have Ingrid Turner. And for all those that are watching live, thank you. We're on the Divine Spark Ministry Facebook page. If you're on YouTube, thank you, YouTube. Anyone that's sending in money tonight, thank you for don- donations. We won't be doing readings per se, but you're more welcome and blessed to still send a donation because we're going to get all the teaching we can out of Ingrid. And if you're not on my Facebook page yet under Divine Spark Ministries, go to that page because this is being filmed live right on Facebook and YouTube and all over where good people want to hear good things. They go to the Divine Spark. So enough about me. Let's bring on my very, very special guest, Ingrid Turner. Hi, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy to be here and so happy to be spending some good time with you. I just adore you. I'm so excited, Ingrid, because for everyone out there, Ingrid, for those that don't know, she was my very first guest on my show back when I was calling it Higher Realms. 
you were my very first guest. And then we switched the Divine Sparks this year to go along with my ministry page. And uh, and people say, well, what's Divine Spark? You're part of the creation. Everything that's the spirit that flows through everything in this universe, it's flowing through you. And maybe you don't feel it or see it, but a Divine Spark, we're here to encourage you to tap into that that divinity that lies in you. Mm. About me, Ingrid, it's been a few months. Why don't you just... Tell us a little bit about your ministry and what's going on with you. And we'll just let spirit just have its way tonight. Yeah, that sounds great. I like it when we let spirit have its way. All kinds of fun things come from that. Well, thank you again, Jeremy, for um, having me come on and spend time with you and talk to you and share with you and, and just feeding each other in this way. This is really beautiful. I'm really happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this ever since you invited me. It's been on my calendar and I've been anticipating it. So <laughs> thank you so much. So my name is Ingrid H. Turner. I am a minister with the Bava Spiritual Mission. We are a digital church. We are non-denominational in the sense that we have the dogma of no dogma. All walks of life are welcome in our organization. Um, and we do have all walks of life. All different faiths are coming together and joining to help learn how to connect more deeply with divine spirit through the modalities of psychic intuition, channeling, and mediumship, and go into some really deep, healing work together. So it's a really tight-knit community. We are all over the world. Um, we do a live Sunday broadcast every day, um, not every day, <laughs> every week on the Baba Spiritual Mission Facebook page and on the Baba Spiritual Mission YouTube channel, similar to what you do here on Tuesdays. Definitely. Um, on what day is that? And Tiffany, if we could, I didn't tell her ahead of time, but if we could get that Facebook page up or the Bahava uh, uh, House Ministry, what's the name of the Facebook? There it is, BahavaMission.org. Go there for more information. But if people want to watch you online, what day is mm-hmm. that time? Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific. If you're like me and you don't like getting up early and you're on the East Coast, even better because we can... See it a little bit later there in the day, two, <laughs> two o'clock. Right, so, two. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm just really excited. So tell us just what's been going on with you and, and, and ministry and healing and just what's new. What's new with Ingrid and, and what is spirit doing with you at this stage of uh, your journey? Mm, I, that's, that's a really timely question, you know, and, and Jeremy, you know, this, because when, when you're committed to spirit and you're on the spiritual path and you're on fire for God, then your life is ever expanding and growing. And you really never know where it's going to take you. I was talking to um, a group of my students today. We were talking about mediumship specifically. And I could remember when I first woke up to spirit, all I wanted to do was be a medium. I just wanted to be a really good medium, you know? And when I finally like let that go, Spirit has taken me on this just wild ride expansion and, you know, it's birthed the Bava spiritual mission as a result of it. And recently um, I've been doing some deep healing work called somatic renewal. And Mm. you've probably seen me post about that a little bit, but really what that is, is I've been taking people through this process of coming to understand their unique energetic signature in a really deep and profound way. And most of the people who go through this process with me, they're like, it's like they're seen for the first time. It's deeply validating because they know this about themselves. So we go through this validation process and I use different tools and work with spirit. And then we go through a deeper healing process, which we also do in the Bhava ministry as well. But it's about really shedding 
just decades of BS, you know, the stuff mm -hmm. that we hang on to, I call it conditioned unlovability mm. and just shedding that. And I've just been on fire for this work for the last mm -hmm. several weeks, you know, the last couple of weeks. So it's like, it's perfect that you're asking me about this now. And I do do this in the, the Baba mission, but that's my church, you know? So like, that's, that's my, my passion work where I'm teaching people how to go in and leading a community and, um, and, and teaching people how to connect with spirit and birth their gifts and, and, and take it out into the world. And then the other side of my work is working with groups and individuals with this sort of like this, this container of somatic renewal where we work in blocks and really dig in and do that deep healing work. That's what I've been on fire for. I, I, I love that. <laughs> and, and Richard, thank you for your $5 donation. I appreciate that. Richard, when I saw your name, I saw a lot of flowers. I smell a lot of roses, a lot of just what Ingrid was talking about, renewal, get rid of the BS. And, uh, you know, why is there BS sometimes? Because I'm thinking Richard, the flowers is manure helps us sometimes to be able to grow. And so some of you are listening to Divine Spark and you're like, why am I haters? I don't like haters and I don't like the, my family treating me wrong. What I want to say is sometimes not to excuse the, the bad behavior of family, not to condone friends that are not faithful, uh, never put up with people that don't treat you with respect. But if it weren't for your haters, you probably wouldn't have learned self-love. Your haters mm -hmm. are here on assignment to teach you to love yourself. <laughs> the uh, people that so hurt you are here to teach you that ultimately you're never destroyed or hurt, that you're constantly like that Phoenix in the fire, just healing and revealing and growing. And I just love what Ingrid is talking about. She says, we're, you know, getting rid of the BS. So everyone, what's your BS? Call yourself on it. What things are holding you back from what she was saying, making you feel not worthy? She says, what, what was that? You're helping people be, lovable you're validating what was it unconditional well i'm helping people move out of their conditioned unlovability say it again conditioned unlovability folks if you don't hear anything else tonight write this in your journal <laughs> condition unlovability and and what'll happen is you don't even know you've been conditioned, but take a look mm -hmm. around at where you're being judgmental in your mind. Take a look around where you're not happy, where you're giving other people more credit than you give yourself. Oh, that's good. I, I, you know, yeah. Help me a little bit about that, Ingrid. Talk a no, little that's bit about, about maybe some of the signs or some of the symptoms, or how do we become aware that maybe we we have some unlovable traits that we're holding so, on to? First of all, there's nothing, nothing unlovable about you. Nothing, not your darkest shadows, not your most horrific experiences. There is nothing unlovable about you. What is unlovable is the conditioning. It's your, you've been conditioned to not love yourself. The gig is self-love. And I kind of stole that from one of my students and modified a little bit. She said, the gig is love. I said, that's brilliant. I'll take that. <laughs> so, is that part again? The gig is love. The gig I is love. Self -love. The gig is love. Yeah, Renee Stroud says that, and that is one of my favorite quotes from my students. The gig is love, and I'll say the gig is self love. So when we are when we are identifying our conditioning and we are shedding the layers of our conditioning, what we find inside of ourselves is perfect imperfection. There's nothing unlovable about you, not at your core. Anything that you find unlovable 
is just, it's not real. It's not you. It comes from outside of you. And we carry so much energy and emotions from our lifetime. And it's not just like other people's opinions, although that can definitely be a part of it. This happens when we have a buildup of stuck energy because we do not let ourselves have the full experience of each moment. So if I could just give you, let me give you an example. Please. Um, say you're five years old, right? Mm-hmm. And you're running around outside and getting all dirty and you're getting all sighted and you're feeling like a million bucks because you're just being a kid and you run inside and you track mud all through the house. It's good. You're not thinking about it because you're really excited and you run to the kitchen where your poor mother is like the sink is blowing up, the dinner's burning and she's just in it. And you go, mom, 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 mom. And she turns around and she snaps at you. And it, it's such a jarring experience. It brings up this really difficult emotional experience for you. And you're five years old and there's nobody there to teach you how to have that feeling. So maybe you stuff it, you run from it, you just kind of go, I can't deal with that. So, so you don't have that full experience. So what happens is this gets stuck in your body. It gets stuck in your physical body. And, but these experiences never go away. We're here for the full spectrum of the human experience. And because this experience never goes away, it shows up later in life and dogs us throughout our life in the form of triggers. So a trigger is an over-the-top emotional response to the situation in front of you. When you're triggered, it's never about the thing. It's Mm -hmm. never about the thing. It's stuck energy. And that trigger is trying to serve you. It's trying to help you by getting you to have that original emotional experience. And it doesn't matter if you remember where it came from or not. It's in your body regardless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I help people use their body as the container to get back down into these experiences. Because what happens is when we're triggered, the ego pops in and goes, danger, 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 and starts creating a story around it. And that story is what keeps us out of that full experience. So the story might be, it's your fault. How dare you? You cross my bound. Whatever it is, it's trying to hurl it outside of us because the ego is ultimately a protective mechanism. And it really thinks you're going to die if you go back and have that old feeling and let yourself have it. So the journey is we take ourselves into the body. We say, okay, let's put the story aside. Okay. Even if it's true, that's irrelevant. So let's put the story aside. Let's bring it into our body. Where do we feel it in my body? And then we gently move ourselves through the layers of the emotional experience until poof, we come out the other side and you've had that experience and that trigger is gone. And the pattern that that trigger created in your life has gone as well. Oh man, that's a lot to unpack there, folks. You're going to want to go and follow Ingrid on Facebook and listen to her, watch her on Sundays. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like this. Everyone, first of all, a praise report. Uh, I saw Robin on Facebook. You said your mother's coming out of ICU. She's improving. A lot of people on Divine Spark were sitting healing energy and faith. Uh, so Robin, that is phenomenal. Everyone else that's coming on live, we thank you. R- Richard, thank you. Robin's here. Anna's here. Uh, uh, Malaya's here. I, just a lot of great people. You know, notice this. So I love what Ingrid says. I love what she says all the time. She says it's a trigger. And so, the tr- but what's the trigger? The trigger is for self-love. The gig is yeah. self-love. So the trigger, if, if there's a trigger, usually there's a bullet coming out. And if there, <laughs> if there, sometimes your mom's the trigger. Sometimes your boyfriend's the trigger. Sometimes uh, it, it's yourself that's the trigger. And your whatever's causing a an emotional response, whatever causing a physical response, a mental response that is unpleasant, or even if you can't even put a word on it, you can sense this 
tension mm-hmm. or untension, this dis-ease, dis-ease, unease. Well, you say to yourself, why am I uneasy? What's, what's doing this? First, just take a deep breath and say, whoo. It isn't mom. It isn't. It isn't even the bills. It isn't even the car payment. The trigger is okay. I need a moment. Take a deep breath and show some love. Show mm-hmm. some love for myself. Show and maybe showing love for yourself is to say you're safe, Jeremy. You're gonna be okay. God's gonna make it. You know, and, and taking that time to recognize, even if you don't know what's going on, to get into that. That's why yoga talks about breathing. Get into the now. Take that. Just that. Deep breath, because a lot of times our minds are racing. When the mind is racing, usually the breath is shallow. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you realize that you're upset and it's in that mind, instead of overthinking, just stop and start breathing. Almost like act like you got a fake cigarette. And I'm not condoning cigarettes, but people say, why do people smoke so much besides the nicotine in them? Notice this. When people smoke, they go like this. Yeah, what they're doing is they're taking <laughs> a deep breath in and a deep breath out, and I'm not and I'm not saying smoke. And in fact, I'm you know that's not the point. The point is do a fake cigarette. Look at on Divine Spark Ministry, I'm preaching fake cigarettes, but do a fake cigarette sometimes because you can actually just and tell yourself I'm okay. I'm being triggered. I might know what it is, and I might not, but mm-hmm. it's really the gig of self love. So I gotta somehow love myself. And uh, not somehow, there are a lot of ways to love yourself. I'm going to turn it back to Ingrid. I like what she's talking. If you're just coming on the Divine Spark, Ingrid's talking about we need to spend more time validating ourselves because we've been conditioned by society, family. And I want to say society because a lot of times, especially when you get older, I'm in that midlife time. The older you get, there's that disease that I call comparing. And you start mm-hmm. seeing you know, at my age, I should have a better house or I should have a bigger ministry or I should have I should have done so much. And and you have to say to yourself, where do these comparisons come from? Where do these expectations come from? A lot of these expectations come from society that is never in align with spirit. And so part of, of, of staying aligned in spirit is realizing that what you value is not really going to be value by society as a whole as until they catch up. Now, a lot of people are catching up, but sometimes you got to remind yourself, wait a minute, I hold a value that is higher than what has been conditioned upon this planet. I'm going to throw that at to you. You can take it and run with that, Ingrid, or throw anything else in any Oh, that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that comparison. I mean, I'm always telling people, get out of comparison mode. Stop. I mean, and myself, you know, <laughs> you know, because it is something that really gets it starts to dog you. And again, that's just another story that we come up with. You know, when you're thinking in your, when you're in your head, like you're triggered, or even if it's just like a mild trigger, like you're just in your head and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm X, you know, I'm this many years old. I ought to have this going. What are my peers doing? Am I keeping up? You know, and you start to spin, 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 spin. That's a story, right? And it, the gig is self-love and bringing it back into your body. Like you talk about those deep breaths and I go, yeah, that's it. It's coming back into your body. And actually on that note, um, when I was quitting smoking years ago, um, I had a teacher who uh, taught me this breathing technique that mimics a cigarette smoke, yeah. like you said, because that is like a super soothing thing to do is smoke a cigarette, take a big deep drag. <laughs> you know, I remember that you're describing like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but you just you take a real deep breath in and you suspend it, not hold it, but you suspend it. <sighs> Isn't that deeply satisfying? And another breathing technique that spirit showed me 
when you feel stuck energy in your body, because you can feel it, like when you're feeling anxious or like this, or you're just feeling out of sorts, there's something stuck in your body. And spirit says, like, put your hand like you're going to blow, do a blow dart, and but suck in. And then let it out. And that really helps move energy out of your body. Everyone right now that's watching, let's do this together. Ingrid, lead us in the sucking hand motion again. <laughs> I want them to actually do like it. Like a blow dart? Yeah. Okay. Like a blow dart. And just blow through your hand. <laughs> and then <sighs> let it out. And don't ask me why spirit says to use the hand. It's just important. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> So, and I've seen some people meditate when they say, what do they say? They breathe in healing, they exhale sickness, they breathe in love, they exhale fear. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard that kind of meditation? Not totally drawn to that, but you know what I do yeah. um, in the mornings is I project going back to self-love because self-love is the gig. Thank you, Renee. Um, I project love into my heart and I do it two ways. I say 108, thank you. And I love you 108 times. And then I raise my vibration and I send that out into the world. And if I'm having a problem with somebody, I do it for them as well. <laughs> I love that. In Hinduism, 108 is that that's that magical, powerful, mystical number. Notice this. She does the first thing in the morning. Everyone, I'm telling you, your spiritual practices don't have to be, you know, sometimes I go on retreats. Sometimes I'll be hours of meditation. But overall, for those that are living and, and living your life and God wants you to live your life, get up in the morning, spend 20 minutes doing a meditation, a prayer. And then at nighttime, you know, decompress and do it again. And just throughout the day, when you get a minute here or there, just make a mental note to say that gratitude or that thing or Mm -hmm. that breath or whatever. We make rituals harder than what they need to be. But rituals are important. It is important to have rituals. I came from a a, a religion that was almost anti-ritual. Oh, interesting. Denominational a lot of times is anti because they don't like the Catholicism. They don't like this and that. Mm -hmm. They have their traditions, but it's all about, well, the spirit does it and we just go with the spirit. And I do that. But I've come to learn from some of these more uh, structured religion that having some rituals grounds us. It balances us. It helps Mm -hmm. us get us back into uh, the moment that Ingrid is talking about. And so if you're watching for the first time, we have Ingrid Turner in the house. Her website is IngridTurner.com. Ingrid H. Turner. Huh? H. There's an H in the middle. Oh, there it is. (laughs) And there's, there it is. IngridHTurner.com. I want you to go there. Go check it out. She has a phenomenal minister, medium, healer. We're just talking about loving ourselves tonight. She says, spirit has been working with her on healing. And I, I don't think we ever stop on this journey in mm-hmm. healing. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think we get different levels. I think we get different areas. Uh, but And I think we circle around. But mm-hmm. I, you know, anything else that you've just been feeling with or what, what you've been teaching uh, some of your co, co-laborers there at ba- Hava yep. Spirit? My Baba Babes. Yeah. Ba- our Baba I Babes. Baba yeah. Babes. I Baba babes. I'm a Baba <laughs> Babe. I'm going I'm to become an honorary member. Be a Baba Babe. You are welcome to be a Baba Babe, my love. <laughs> So, you know, I want to touch on what you said about ritual. I think that's really important. Um, So somebody, um, somebody said this one time, and I thought this was brilliant. And she said to me, um, dogma is when you have ritual and you close it off at both ends. Mm. So with ritual, you know, when we're dealing with God and spirit and intuition of the divine, you know, we're in the physical world, we're having a physical experience and we need something to sink our teeth into. Our faith is not, doesn't feel substantial, substantive a lot of the time. 
So ritual is like a container for our faith that holds our faith, but it can very easily cross the line and replace our faith. So Mm. then you're just doing these rituals and there's no feeling in it. There's no heart in it. So what I always say to my students is ritual is not a bad thing, but you, you need ritual more at some periods of your spiritual journey than at other times. Yes. So for me, when I'm like in it, when I'm in my head and I'm going through a contraction or I'm just, you know, I'm birthing something new, I really capitalize on ritual. I get really strong in my spiritual practice and I go seek out ritual. I might go to a physical church. I might, I'll go to a yoga class or a kirtan, something to give myself that structure because I'm recognizing that I'm not able to give myself that structure. But when I'm feeling really aligned and my faith is pouring from my heart in a more tangible way, I don't need as much structure. So I don't worry about having as much ritual. That being said, I feel like for me, the goal, if there is one, is to be in love and merge with the divine without needing ritual to hold that container. But I never, ever beat myself up when it's like, okay, <laughs> we, we need some ritual to supercharge this practice because I am not feeling it right now. I'm feeling very human. So- if you, for those that are watching, if you're like not feeling in love, if you're feeling out of whack, that's a good time to think, okay, let me get back to my rituals. Maybe if I don't even feel like doing them, get back into that that rhythm yeah. and then see how that can be a tool to help you get back into that daily flow as you're just living in partnership with spirit. Yeah. And, uh, really yeah. doing that. You know, Ingrid, what I always love about you and I could, I could, I could videotape you in, in, in teach off of uh, of you because uh, you did this the first time too and you're the only I think I have one other guest that's able to do this is you always keep your truth you speak your truth but when someone asks you a question and you're not if that's not quite your experience you're you'll let it know but so for example when I was talking about the give people an example about breathing in and letting out certain phrases notice she didn't just agree with it because she she says you know I didn't I don't go that way but I see it more like this that is such a classy way of still holding your independence, speaking your truth, but not coming off as a, a, a blowhard. And it's oh, just really. <laughs> no blowharding over here. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, and I, hope, I hope if you'll take this episode, show that you're the, your minister's trainees. This is what I'm saying, because this is a phenomenal because I get people that watch me that want to be ministers. You all minister spirits and all of us, mm-hmm. but professionalism to be able to learn how to steer a conversation where you're speaking your truth, you're, but you're also not making it awkward. I think it's just you've done that. I always watch you do that. And I love it. Oh, thank you. That is high praise, Jeremy. Thank so, you. <laughs> anyways, uh, we've got Ingrid Turner in the house, and we're just really excited. We do want to pray for all those people down in Texas and the West Coast and all those that have been going through without electricity mm. and a snowstorm. I mean, up in the north, some of us are like, ah, oh, you guys get a taste of it. But no, we can't do that. We gotta. We don't want no one going without, without electricity. So keep them in your thoughts. Ingrid, what about love? And besides loving ourselves, what about romantic love or love? And I don't want to get too deep there because I know some people just came off of Valentine's Day. And that's sometimes a really hard day for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes yeah. it's a good day. Sometimes it's a bad day. Any, any just couple thoughts off the top of your head. Yeah. Well, sure. Oh gosh. Love, love, love. That's <laughs> what we're all after. So first of all, I want to say that I feel like romantic love, especially in the beginning when you're infatuated and your brain is firing off all kinds of juicy chemicals and you got that glowy feeling, you know, humans really go after that because it mimics divine union. Yes. It's like, oh, that's what we want. So we get, we get hooked on it. We're like, that's the be all end all. That's the goal. And of course it doesn't stay that way. Although I am, I'm such a romantic. I sort of believe it can. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, but I sort of believe it can. Cancer, moon and rising. Right? That's where I was like, Oh, it's all wonderful. So, but so it mimics divine love. So we are searching out. What we end up doing is searching outside of ourselves for God. And the love of God is the love of self. God resides in your heart, the physically located in your heart. You are God having this delicious human experience, having the experience of separation so that you can experience all the different facets of love and not love, which is just another facet of love. I call it the billions of hues of love, right? That's what we're here for. Romantic love being just one of them. But we're all, we, so many of us are after that romantic love because that's what it feels like to merge back with God or something akin to that. You know, we don't, we won't know till we leave the body, but there's something that's like, Ooh, yes, that's what I want. So we, it, what happens is we can get really obsessive about that. Right. And we can feel like we can base our whole identity on finding that one, finding that love. And, at, you know, at the risk of sounding very, very cliche, it is all about bringing that energy back to self. It's about pulling those cords back in and cutting off your own leaky energy. Um, and you know what, this is true, even if you're in a relationship as well, and maybe you're not feeling happy in that relationship, it's not going the way you want it to, the spark has died. The answer is not to keep reaching outside of yourself to have for that love experience for that God experience. It's to bring that energy back in. And as soon as you want to hurl it outside of you, whether like I got to find my partner or I got to, you know, fix this relationship or even I'm not happy in this relationship or this person is doing that or that person's doing this, pull that energy back and ask yourself, what can I do to make myself feel better right now? Right now, what can I do for me right now? Because, you know, we get so caught up in relationships and, you know, we're also biologically hardwired to find relationships. It's, it's a biological imperative to mate and procreate. So we've got a lot working energetically. We've got this divine connection that we're seeking, usually through our romantic relationships. And we've got the biological imperative pushing us towards mating and, and not romance, but, you know, <laughs> getting, getting with it. So your, your job as a divine being having a physical experience, pull that energy back. And the more you take care of yourself. It's the weirdest thing, but I swear to God, it works. The more you take care of yourself and ask yourself, what can I do to take care of myself right now? The more you open yourself up to that love of self being mirrored back to you. And that's, that's all it is. Everything that shows up is a mirror. When you're out of love with yourself, relationships, romantic or otherwise, is going to show up and mirror back that not love. When you are loving yourself and good with yourself, good with your authentic core, your relationships are going to show up and mirror back that love, that self-love. It's never about the other person. It's always about you. 
That's mm-hmm. my spiel. What do you got? Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I think that romantic love that we all seek is, is not all, but some seek is, is a lot of times because all of a sudden someone sees my worth. I'm good looking. I'm desirable. Yeah. I'm nice. Mm-hmm. Everything is beautiful. Everything's right in the world. It goes back, believe it or not, to what you were talking earlier about the, the, what did you call it? Un- the condition unlovability. So because we, we, we really think we're unlovable when someone that we think is desirable desires us, it's like an affirmation, like, oh, I, I, I good. And, um, and though my, my, not that that's wrong, but, but getting to that point where you feel worthy every day, that, that you feel so good about yourself, that if someone did flirt with you or lack, looked at you, not in a necessarily conceited way, but in a healthy way, yeah, I got the good vibes. I got good energy. Yeah. It's not so much about falling in love as it's being in love. Being mm, being the, love. the being of love. Being and, of love, um, yeah. And, and I can tell you, if you are wanting to date, you need to get into the being of love for you to mm-hmm. fall in love. Because what happened is, is, is we're, we're sitting, uh, that's a whole another show, but everything is energetic and it's vibration. Yeah. In fact, since we're talking about love, I was telling Ingrid earlier, Venus has gone combust. Venus, the planet of love, combust right next to the sun for the, all the way up until April. So for those that like to watch my show, what this means is we could be a little more sensitive in our love life with, taking things that people are saying the wrong way, being a little too aggressive in our communication with our loved ones. So if something's irritating you and triggering you, instead of just letting it build inside, just practice the breathing exercises, practice letting go exercises and releasing, knowing that the energies will start shifting. Talk a little bit about that when you talked about astrology, as far as you were telling the Baba babes about, um, you know, how sometimes the energies play with us and sometimes they don't and, mm-hmm. and why that happens. Yes. So, okay. There's always energetic and ener- so there's always some kind of energetic mess going on, right? <laughs> something square, something else and combusting and, you know, there's stuff going on all the time. And you notice how sometimes you feel like you just get knocked sideways by the collective energies. And then other times it just doesn't really have that much of an effect on you. So why is that? The reason is because everything is here to serve us. Every, and we're here for the experience of love. Everything is love. And the energies, when they get, when they feel like they're having a really strong effect, it's because it's dredging up energy inside of you that needs to come out and be released so that you can step into your next highest expression. So when you're getting your butt kicked (laughs) by Venus combust in your relationship, it's because you've got to go in for more self-love. It's because there's something inside you, not your partner, inside you that needs to come out and needs to be seen and needs to be felt and needs to be released. And so, you know, I always want to caution, you know, what I say to our, the Baba babes is we need to be the lighthouse. We got to be the lighthouse. We can't let ourselves continue to get batted around by the energies and go, you know, woe is me. I'm so sensitive. Yes, you're sensitive. That's your gift, but use that sensitivity, use the intensity of the energetic experience to do some house cleaning, to do your inner work and then show up and be the lighthouse so that the waves crash on the shore. The ships can see you and go, okay, that's the direction I need to go to be an example for other people to do their work as well. It's very easy for us sensitive types and us empaths to be like, oh, the energies. You know, and then just like leave it at that and be like, I can't get out of bed today. The energies. Well, maybe you can't get out of bed, but while you're in bed, 
get in there, you know, <laughs> like get real with yourself, get honest with yourself and do your work to show up and be the beacon, be the lighthouse. We can be the sponge or we can be the lighthouse. Often we're both, but my, I'm always striving to be the lighthouse nowadays. Oh, absolutely. I love that analogy of the lighthouse. I, uh, you know, I, I always tell people what you're wanting, be that for yourself. If you're wanting yes. your husband to honor you, honor yourself. Yes. If you want, if you're wanting, you know, someone to listen to what you're saying, well, where are you not listening to yourself? And just, just once again, it goes back to, you know, we are all connected, but this mm-hmm. is our own personal journey in some ways of us doing some self-work. I like what you talked about energies and I don't always, uh, I'm not a huge crystal scientist, but because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a Scorpio rising, we, we attract a lot of negative energy because we're healers. And so when she's talking about for impasse, sensitive people out there, intuitives, mediums, if you're watching this, this has been one of the best um, gems for grounding me and making me feel more stable, no matter what's going on with every, everybody's energy. And it, and it, you can get it anywhere is obsidian. Mm. So obsidian and you just wear that. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that you have to have one, but I, I never gotten into gyms and I just started here this last month or two. And I can say, I really have felt a little grounding with the obsidian around me. And you could say something like I'm safe. I'm safe, I'm safe, or, you know, I'm protected or, or, you know, only what's mine. And so I only say that because Ingrid was talking about people not being able to get out of bed, not being able to process all these energies. If you're not able to process all the energies, you're probably not in an alignment. You're trying to do, you're trying to do God's job. Now, Mm. meaning, meaning, you know, there was only one Jesus. We don't all need to go to a cross. We don't all need to become a martyr. We don't all need to to follow that path per se, but when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because you're trying to create a solution where God is not asking you to create the solution. He's just asking you to be aware. You're being aware that this person needs help. You're aware that they need healing. You're aware that they're out of alignment. Well, then what do I do? Well, you know what? Send them them to God in your mind, in your Mm -hmm. prayer, in your meditation. Just God bless, love, be loved, self love, yeah. and 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 that's it. You don't have, you don't have to be the surgeon to get your hand all the way in it, right? So I, I'm feeling led of spirit to say this. A lot of you would be a lot more better is if you realize that all you got to do is acknowledge it and move on, acknowledge it and move on, and mm-hmm. let spirit do the work. It's mm-hmm. the acknowledgement that spirit's looking at. It's just acknowledge and then watch spirit do it where we feel a lot of times as healers. Well, how do I work this out? How do I help them? How do I? And and a lot of times you're not being asked to be the doctor. You're being asked to be the witness mm-hmm. We're looking for a witness. Let's witness this person's healing. Let's witness them coming up to a higher level. Now, yes, God could use you to facilitate in counseling with people on deep traumatic issues, but. Overall, I'm saying not every time. Let's look at when sometimes it's just a lesson for us to witness something and move on with our day. Any thoughts on that, Ingrid, or anything? That is powerful. And you know what I say when when things get when I start noticing myself getting all I gotta like make things happen. I go, God, handle that. 
<laughs> I literally do is tossing thing. God handle that. <laughs> like, I love that. That's I love that. for me. And really just that. giving it to God, giving it to God, giving it to God. Such a powerful practice. And it is mind blowing what gets taken care of when you do that. And we really, there's so little we have to worry about. And when you say like be the witness, either being the witness for yourself and your own stuff or other people, but when you're the witness for your own stuff, Here's like the hardest job that humans have, that spiritual, you know, people on the spiritual paths, people committed to spirit. We have, we got to see it and we have to make a commitment. Once we see it, game over, game over. You cannot, we cannot hold on to junk when we've seen it. It might hang out there for a little while, but it's not going to stay once you see it. And then making that commitment to walk through the door to healing as it opens. That's it. That's it. We see it and we make the commitment and the doors open in front of us. The path is laid out before us. It becomes really easy then, but we can make it hard. Like you were talking about trying to do the heavy lifting. That is not ours to do. Absolutely. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. It's the Ingrid Turner show. <laughs> Ingrid Turner. Let's put her Facebook back up, her website back up. She, Ingrid is a phenomenal, phenomenal spiritual teacher leader out of Northern California. She has a wonderful online ministry. If you're wanting to learn how to be a medium, if you're wanting to learn how to develop your spiritual gifts or be a part of a soul tribe that encourages one another, Look up her website, IngridHTurner.com, and uh, also the uh, ministry. So what does bhava mean for those that you well, – we said it last time you were here, but what does bhava – tell us the name of the title so, what that means. Bhava spiritual mission. Bhava is a Sanskrit word that actually has a lot of different meanings. You see it in Vedic astrology. Bhava is related to the house uh, yeah. in Vedic astrology. But I'll tell you how this came to be. So I was – contemplating the ministry that God had asked me to start. Boy, does that sound hoity-toity, but it's true. I got a visit from my spirit guide who I consider my user-friendly interface to the divine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, you know, Ingrid, you need to start a church. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> That's not going to be me. But I got a visit again a few weeks later that explained to me, Ingrid, you need to start a church because you're going to teach people how to do what you do and you need to protect them. And I went, huh? So I Googled it. And I found information about, you know, being an ordained minister provides you with a certain amount of very practical protection when you're doing your spiritual work. And we are out on the bleeding edge, you know? Um, so I went, okay, that makes sense. And I followed the direction, the directive, the, the directive to do that. And then as I was sort of contemplating it in the very beginning of the journey, I was sitting on my deck in the sunshine and I just had this overwhelming feeling of love and joy just well up inside me and wash over me it just came from absolutely nowhere. There was nothing that precipitated this. You know, there was nothing in my environment that made me feel good. It just, woo, it was there. <gasps> and then it receded. And I was like, wow. And I will never forget that experience. And I went, what was that? <laughs> and then I got this ping. I got this little sort of nickel that said, you know, kind of like this, like, look up, find love, find love, find a word for love. And my background, when I was a kid, I was raised in a really alternative spiritual setting. Surprise, surprise. And um, one of the alternative spiritual practices that I had had, you know, was really ingrained with Hinduism. It was actually Hinduism and Norse mythology was my spiritual upbringing, <laughs> an amalgamation of that, which would 
a subject for another time. But so I'm really drawn to the Sanskrit language. And so I said, okay, what's the Sanskrit word for love? And I'm Googling around and I'm just like kind of looking at these all kinds of Sanskrit words for love. And then I see bhava, love without object. Mm. And I was like, oh, there it is. Because that's what I felt was this love with which bhava means love without object. So there's just feeling love with no reason to feel love, just Mm -hmm. feeling love. Mm. So that's the long winded explanation. No, no, that goes back to about being love instead of looking for love, instead of seeking love, just be it and, and yeah. remind it and allow and for yourself. And I, I love that. That's I love what she says about the joy that came over her, the peace that came over her. Folks, spirit's real. Spirit's real. It will it will touch you. And and and, and it is very can be emotional. But sometimes we also have negative emotions. You don't have to respond to the negative emotions because emotions can go up and down. But Mm -hmm. spirit is consistent. And if you feel like spirit's asking you to do something, it'll keep circling around. It'll keep bringing it up over and over until, okay, this is more than just the piece of talking or this is just more than another good idea. It's it's a consistent. It may be a quiet consistent or allow consistent or in between, but it sticks there, you know, it never leaves. And and sometimes you got to remind yourself while you're doing that. I, I would, I just love that you were raised that way. Uh, do you ever see communities going back that way as far as in the future, as far as families living together in compound? I don't want to say compound, but I think it's got a negative connotation. Yeah, but I, know I don't say that communities, con- so, communities. It's interesting. You know, I, when we last spring, so about a year ago, spring 2020, I felt us pop into this new earth, this new paradigm. We are living in a golden age and we're just at the beginning of it. So it feels like we're shaking off the dust. You know, we're still shaking off some, some old habits from a paradigm, an age, if you will, of more scarcity and fear and work and just, you know, struggle. And we're moving into this really open energetic age where it's about community and unity and lifting each other up. So I have had really clear visions of communities showing up to take care of each other in a really profound way, but in a really new way as well. Like, I don't feel like we're going to go back to a barter system. I could see more of a volunteer economy, Um, but I don't know what it necessarily what it looks like yet because I've seen bits and pieces and because I've never experienced it, my brain doesn't necessarily know how to put it together. And that's just the way it is with psychic work. And, and, you know, it's like our month, we just bring it through and then it usually becomes clear later. So like, it's so funny. It's like, then why do we do it? Well, because, you know, (laughs) cause we do, cause it's awesome. Um, so I have seen that, but that being said, because we're in this new energy, things are changing all the time. We are shifting timelines at a rapid rate. And I think you can feel that when you sort of check in. And it's based on, are we collectively in more of an experience of love or in more of an experience of fear? And the more of us that stay in an experience of love and move ourselves from fear to love on a regular basis, the more swiftly we're going to line up with this new earth energy. The more we stay in a, in a, in a state of fear, more, the more of us collectively, the longer we're going to stay in this, like this struggle and this habit of struggle. But we are not going to backslide completely into a paradigm of struggle and fear. We are solidly in the new earth. We are in 
the the paradigm, the new golden age of love and unity. It is coming. The speed at which it comes is very much dependent on the individual and how many of us stay in love. Because when we are in love, when we go out and we relate with other people, we bring them into love as well. So it's an individual job, but also a collective job. Yeah, I'm thinking of that song. I'm probably getting the lyrics wrong. Is it Love Chain? I can't remember what it is, but it's like everybody's like, a, everybody love does train? love. That might be a love <laughs> train. train? train. <laughs> meaning a lot of people that are listening, you're on assignment by God. Meaning even if you're wanting to move somewhere else, the love you show in your home, the love you show in the grocery store, the love mm-hmm. you show every day, even if it feels like it's not being appreciative, you're on assignment with spirit to, to help shift this new earth, help yes. bring about this resonation. And, yes. and I love it. And um, I'm just going to read some things that people have been saying. Anna says, uh, I started saying through the law of grace, I asked for healing, energy, love, peace, joy to this person or this situation. This way I don't lose my energy and I send it to God. Uh, And then she goes on to say, Anna says, I'm loving Ingrid. So nice to listen to you. I'm really resonating with everything that she's sharing. Robin says, this is all so beautiful. Um, So it's a lot of stuff going on. And, And if you want, you guys can listen to Ingrid teach every Sunday right on Facebook at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Did I get mm-hmm. that right? Yep. So wherever you're in the world, see what time that is with you. And are you still doing the Lou show with Lou? Are you guys still doing the lives or? Uh, you- not every week. We're jumping on sporadically, but. <laughs> and then on Facebook, how can people find you again? What's your, is it just your name on Facebook? Yeah, my Facebook page, the link is Ingrid H. Turner Spirit. And you can also friend me on my profile. It's all sort of, you know, and that's Ingrid H. Turner. But yeah, just search for Ingrid Turner, Ingrid H. Turner on Facebook. You will find me. I have a YouTube channel. I have, a, you know, I'm on Instagram, Ingrid.Turner. And even, even the Bob of uh, uh, Spiritual Missions is on YouTube, correct? Are you guys, yep. are you Bob of Spiritual Mission has a YouTube page and a Facebook page and an Instagram account. We are very hip. Gotcha. And are mm-hmm. they, are you putting old sermons? I mean, old programs on there with the yeah, yeah. old programs on Facebook and YouTube. Yes. Excellent. You can go Excellent. search for those. Yeah. And we often have, sometimes it's just me, but often there's at least one or two other Baba babes who jump on and we have discussions and we, you know, we read a channeled message from spirit and then we talk about it and we bring on the audience to talk oh, about it as well. That. So it's really fun. I want to hear these messages, people. Yeah. I get on there because I want to hear it. I want to hear what spirit is saying. Uh, through Ingrid and her Baba Babes and out there in the world. Um, you know, and I'm thankful for everyone that that sends in donations. I've been saving up donations. I think at some point I'm wanting to go ahead and open up a Divine Spark Center. I'm wanting to open up a community, a conscious community mm, where people mm-hmm. uh, can do their work and then also live in a, an environment where, uh, you know, it's love and a loving vibration. And so, yeah. um I don't know how that was going to look. I, you know, some people say, well, they had that in the seventies. Um, it's going to look different, but there's going to be some of the elements there too. That's why I was asking Ingrid about her dad. I thought that was just so neat how she was raised because it was such different backgrounds that me and her have, but it's the same spirit. And I love it. It is the same spirit. And you know, it's, it's interesting with my experience with like communal living, Mm -hmm. you know, what I have, I, uh, some, I have been mentioned to me before by some students like, well, we should just buy a plot of land and just all live together and not do the world. And my feeling is it's really important for us to be in the world to take spirit in the world and take our faith out into the world. Because if you close it off, 
in a community, um, you, you know, you're not you're not sharing that with the world, but you're also not bringing in outside input, which is really important because it's very easy within a spiritual community to get all juicy with each other and completely lose focus. And when you don't have outside input, like contrasting information, you really can't expand into your highest expression. So that is the, that, that is so good. Everyone I want you to hear, I want to teach a little bit on this. Uh, And that's where a lot of occults form too. But the, the thing is, the reason why it's not healthy is because anything that's closed off dies. And when you look mm-hmm. at the Red Sea in Israel, the Red Sea in Israel is a, is a there's no life in it. They got living water flowing into it, but it never gives out. It never goes out, and everything that comes there dies in your body. Wow. The blood is always circulating. If, if we if we stop the pool of blood in one part of your body, you know what you're you're gonna die. And so what happens is if we it sounds nice what you're saying. We all get on place of land. Uh, a land and block everything out. But no, because spirit is not separate from Walgreens. Spirit is not mm-hmm. separate from, from CVS. Oh, spirit brilliant. is not separated from the gas station. Spirit is everywhere. And 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 so, um, you know, I, I think I would like a community someday, but not close it off, but definitely let right. me, But everyone without the community, listen, are you closed off? Because she just said something. She says it, it's you lose your ego gets into your mind. Your mind doesn't always stay on track if all you're getting is the same input. Mm-hmm. Folks, make some new friends this year. Read some yeah. new books. Listen to somebody that you might not even agree with. You need fresh input. It can't just be you and your sister Susie talking about the same conversation over coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, Susie, have coffee, but for God's sakes, Listen to uh, Ingrid this Sunday. Listen to someone else. Let spirit bring some stuff in your life. And what what also happened, you share. Stop holding everything that you have. Mm -hmm. You're powerful enough to give a message. You're powerful enough to love and to heal. And and even if it's just a little bit, if you're scared, just throw a little bit out there. Nothing energizes you more than really feeling like, oh, God just used me there. Oh, Oh, I really felt something. That is so true. And if you're showing up in love, and you're showing up open, God will use you. God will use you. And it's release expectations about how, where and how and why, and just open yourself up. My daily prayer is God, place me where you need me. Just place me where you need me and then let it go. I love that. Place me where you need me. Mm. And Ingrid also did the comment that I always love. She's the one that I first, and, and not that she coined it, but I, I first saw it from her and I loved it. And that was called partnering with spirit. And, mm-hmm. and, and I guess that's a little bit about that prayer you do, place me where you want, mm-hmm. where I'm needed is, is, you know, partnering with spirit. I just heard a quote. It's funny you said that. I heard a quote last night while I was reading. For those of you that like quotes, go to goodreads.com and type in a word It'll bring up books, but I, I, you don't need to do the books. Hit hit the quote button. Do you know about that, Ingrid? Good no, for- I'm very excited about that, though, because I love quotes. <laughs> oh, no, listen, it, this thing, because what it'll do, it sets your profile. You can share it with public if you want, but you can keep it private. But it saves everything that you save quote-wise. Oh, and what's cool. neat about it is you can look up quotes by theme, by word, or by author. And these quotes are phenomenal. But the one I heard last night is is we're here to we're here we use the spirit and he says there's two ways you can be used every day one or two ways he says one way 
I'm bringing joy or I'm being a blessing to someone. I'm blessing someone and I'm being a joy. Or if I'm not blessing someone, then I'm helping to ease somebody's suffering. Mm-hmm. I'm helping to, to comfort somebody's hurt. And so that's what we're doing is, is we're either blessing or we're healing, you know, and, and, and use me however you want today, spirit. You want yeah. me to bless this person or you want me to be, you know, do you want me to help ease someone's pain by being, you know, an encourager? So mm-hmm. we got about eight more minutes. I'm excited. We got Ingrid Turner on the house. Maybe we get quiet for a second, Ingrid, and maybe you could just channel any prayer or any message from, from yeah. Sir. Let's see what comes through. Oh, that's really juicy. Okay. It's getting dark here. I got a big window, but the sun's going down. So sorry about that. I did not prepare for that. It looks, <laughs> it's, 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 it's what it is. The spirit saying we're coming to a close time to meditate and pray and let spirit speak. That's right. We're getting, yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. So let's all just take a few deep breaths. And I want you to really focus on the energy in your root chakra right now. Let it pool there. Notice what color it is, the feeling, the sensation. Maybe it feels warm or tingly. And I want you to take the energy that's pooled in your root chakra, and I want you to shove it down into the earth as hard and deep as you can. Really get it all the way down to the center of the earth. Feel it moving through all the layers of the earth, all the way down to the earth's core. And feel it hook in hook in with the earth's core go ahead and hold that there. And the reason that we do that, the reason that we ground in is when I open up to spirit, because we're all connected energetically, we're all have our intention and our focus here. We're all opening up to spirit. And when we ground in, when we open up to spirit, what we bring through becomes practical and applicable for us. So I'm feeling lots of energy in my heart and I'm feeling it in my third eye and I'm feeling as I'm feeling into our audience live and those listening later on because time and space is not a thing. I'm seeing my spirit guide in my mind's eye. He's showing up on my left-hand side. His name is Mons, M-O-N-Z. If you follow me around, you'll be familiar with him. And now I'm feeling energy in my throat chakra And I'm feeling this connection between the heart and the throat and the third eye, the engine. The heart is the engine. He says the heart is the engine. So remember that God, your God self is physically located in your heart. And when you open up your heart, we've been talking about love. When you open your heart to love, to loving yourself, to loving all around you, to unconditional love, when you get into the practice of unconditional love, that is an engine that starts and drives that energy up into your throat. And your throat is how love takes form through your communication, through your actions. Communication is more than just your words. It's your actions. It's your body language. It's your eye contact. It's your smile. Love takes form through your throat. And then spirit is saying to trust yourself, trust your third eye. Your third eye is about the gift of sight. Your perspective, I'm seeing a woman with particularly uh, very strongly a woman with Uh, blonde hair and it's down to about below her chin and she looks to be in her mm, late 50s or early 60s and I'm really getting you pictured really strongly there Um, as Mons is saying you have to understand this is for everybody though your person you can trust your perspective when you are living in your heart and the engine in your heart is driving everything you can absolutely trust your perspective your perspective that you can trust is always kind and benevolent and loving when your perspective is judgmental, 
when it is critical, when it is in fear, that is not the experience of God. That is the experience of ego. That is the experience of fear. But when you're living in your heart, you can trust that perspective and you can trust that you can see people clearly. I'm also getting that when you see people through God's lens, through the lens of that heart, you're seeing who they really are. You're seeing through that conditioned unlovability down to the core of what is loving for them. And when you speak to that through the throat, when you speak to the truth of them that you see, the perspective of the people who you see from that heart space, you open them up to themselves in a powerful new way. And you're also going to be impacting people for a lifetime. And it will be small little words, little things you say, something you think nothing of just kind of go through you and you don't even register, but it's going to, it's, it's incredibly impactful for the people who you're connecting with from that heart space. Our job is to open up, start with the heart, start the engine, let it come out through your throat and then trust your perspective, trust your intuition, trust what you see, and then speak to what you see, speak to what you see. And this, this action coming into yourself, this process that changes the world that changes everything that feels complete. Hmm. That was probably the best six minutes I've spent in a long time. Everyone, (laughs) I want you to go ahead and, 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 like this, share this, and re-watch this last six minutes. This meditation that Minister Ingrid took us through, uh, I felt spirit. It was so calming, so beautiful, but yet so alive with truth. So alive mm-hmm. with truth on the engine of the heart and being able to trust his perspective and and so much. But we, I got to say adieu for now. Namaste. Our hour's up. Namaste. Thank, Thank you, Ingrid. You. Everyone. See her on Facebook. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, everybody. We'll see everyone next Tuesday when we have Sarah Richardson. You know Sarah, I think, Ingrid. We're going to have Sarah Richardson on next week, and she'll be talking about the chakra systems and how to know when they're off in the body, kind of like what Ingrid is talking about, radical self-love, feeling your body, feeling your energy. Love your body. Heal your energy. God bless you all. We'll see you next week. God bless you, Ingrid. Thank you. Thank you so much. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.